people, 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 welcome back to another pre-recorded podcast of the Arsenio Bug Show, bringing to you today another episode of, well, I guess you could say a little bit about Mr. Uh, Arsenio Buck himself, self-doubt. <sighs> Just as I talked about in the earlier podcast, there are a couple of things that keeps on happening, reoccurring over and over. I think one of them especially is the fact that I keep calling myself black, 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 black. Um, and especially here in Thailand, whereas, you know, I was looking up some jobs, which I'm going to be talking about very, very shortly. Um, and seeing that all the teachers, of course, are Anglo and me saying to myself, man, I, I don't have a shot. I have no shot at getting this damn job because, of course, it looks like this is a predominantly white company. So, guys, self-doubt, man. Um, you know, I'm going to I'm going to focus on a couple of things here now. If we talk about immediate money, if I actually break down everything, especially what's happening this month and what's going to end up happening and whatnot, I'm still going to be in the plus. I'm going to be able to pay my rent. I'm going to be able to do everything. But I'm still wanting more, which ultimately drives me to this. To me saying, oh my God, I'm waking up every morning. Oh my God, am I going to get a, uh, you know, another part-time job? I don't want a full-time job. I don't want a full-time job. I want to freelance it, but I want to be able to make at least $2,500 minimum while I'm freelancing because then, you know, I could keep going on and on and on. But I finally submitted a project yesterday to whereas um, if my associates get a hold of some massive projects, they could sell my practice tests and I could make all that residual income. And I mean, that residual income could be compiled between like 5000 to about 20000 US dollars. Then there it is. I never have to work for someone again. I could just focus on my projects, focus on, uh, what is it, re reinvesting into my business and doing this and doing that. <sighs> but the thing is, I keep thinking about now, 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 now. And this is what drives me to the insanity that I'm at right now. Because right now, with all these papers, I'm looking at some papers on my bed over here. I got books. I got so many videos I need to start putting up. So many things. I mean, even big, massive courses that I need to create. But yet, I keep thinking about the now, 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 now. Am I going to get a job right now? Am I going to get a job right now? But it's not even about getting a job right now. I'm already taken care of on the Monday, the uh, the Friday and the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday morning, I'm already taken care of, guys. But the thing is, I continue to freak out for whatever reason it is. Is it because I'm not grateful? I think it's. I think it really just revolves around that. And you know what? I'm going to read Dale Carnegie's um, How to Stop Worrying and Start Living Again because I truly believe that I need to revert back to some of that stuff I've learned. Because I can, oh my God. And it's funny because you, you you guys are probably saying to yourself, what are you worried about? You got the money, you got this, you got that. And I think it's just because my endless needs and wants, which ultimately drives people to depression. You know, people who are depressed, it's simply because it's always about what they want. A lot of people say, oh, well, not necessarily. You know, some people have PTSD, which I'm going to be talking about with Harvest and Happiness uh, in the next podcast interview. Not the next one, but in about a couple weeks or so. Um, I'll give you guys details on that. But yeah, um, things I talked about with Harvest, well, we'll talk about Harvest and Happiness and PTSD, depression, and all these other things. <sighs> it is really about personal ones. How come all these rich people, especially one that just came out, NBA player, he's make, he has made millions and he's depressed. See, guys, money doesn't mean a goddamn thing. But he's still depressed. Why? Because, well, the thing is, he's not addressing something that happened probably in his past life. 
because he's got the travels. He's got the family in terms of an NBA team. He's got his family. He's got the money. So why is he depressed? Well, that's the same thing you have to ask about with Robin Williams and everyone else who has committed suicide. Now, Japanese students, they have a reason to be depressed. Obviously, because, you know, well, I guess you could say, uh, well, the endless amounts of uh, pressure they get from their parents. They end up jumping onto train tracks or they go into the suicide force, which is at the base of Mount Fuji, I think. Fuji or Fiji? Fuji, I think. Yeah, Fuji. Um, and so they get that pressure. And they, of course, there's a lot of bullying that goes around and stuff like that. That's why I'm going to teach my student all sorts of like Taekwondo and how to kick ass. Um my student, I'm sorry, my, my son or daughter, if I have one in the future. But yeah, I really just want to pinpoint this because, I mean, depression. What is depression? Now, see, guys, I could tell you right now. If you say right now, Arsenio, if you could, if one thing comes into your life and it's a job and it's a numerous amount of them and they're on week, weekdays, this and that, would you be okay? That's it. I'm, I'm officially happy. Maybe it's the worry that I might not have any more money. Although I have plenty of money. And especially this month, I'm going to be able to pay rent and I'm going to be able to save more. You know, save another X amount, like 500 to 1,000 US dollars. But still, that's not enough. So it's not even about the work. I think it's about me wanting more. And the thing is, we're, we're insatiable. We're, always, we're insatiably hunger, hungry human beings. We always want more and more and more. But the thing is... That more and more and more could ultimately drive us to insanity. Guys, you, just like me, we're all human beings. We have to be very, con we have to be content with what we have. God damn. I mean, I'm sitting here, man. I got beautiful light fixtures that are embedded into my ceiling. I got beautiful drapes that blacks out my entire room from the sunlight. I've opened those up um, just as the woman opened them up in the foreigner when Jackie Chan was very, very depressed. Uh, because, you know, his daughter got killed in the thing and all this stuff. The, the thing is, guys, go do something for someone else. That's self-doubt. See, now that's self-doubt. Let's go back to the self-doubt because I truly believe if I could banish all my worries right now, if this job, if it's for real, and I get the job, <clears throat> Arsenio saved. That's it. I win. But if I don't, Next, you know, I'm going to continue to worry, worry, worry. So let's talk about the job now. Let's talk about this. Let's address this. So I'm basically giving myself a pep talk, which you guys need to be get, getting very good at right now. You need to ask yourself these questions because I really think this is going to help you just as it has helped me. Now, okay. A job on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Sent me emails. Hey, we got this job. Hey, we got this job. Hey, we got this job. Six emails, six separate emails. I said, okay, okay, okay. But at the very bottom of the email, they said, this is not a job offer. This is basically us sending you something, and if, and if you are suitable for the job, we will get you in for an orientation. Oh, what does suitable mean? If I'm white enough for the job? If I'm Anglo enough for the job? I don't know what it means. And this is what ultimately drives me to the insanity part of my life, because... This job, what, about a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago, I got, I told you guys about a girl that I met at a shop in Plaza. We had a wonderful interview. I was going to start teaching this company and everything on the weekend. And the next thing you know, I was like, hey, so what happened to the job? They were like, oh, they chose another teacher over you. And I said, oh, immediately. I'm like, oh, they chose a white teacher over me. Now, the thing is, all of you in America, 
all my Caucasians out there, all my Caucasians out there in, um, what is it, in England, Australia, this does not relate to you. I'm talking about how the Thais view the white gods here. And the thing is, these these guys do not like teaching. They are not presentable whatsoever. There's no way they can get a job outside of Thailand. Let's just put it at that. But they continue to win over me. Why? Because the color of the skin is just so easy. But the thing is, I've been going in whirlwind-ass circles for so long in terms of this, which is driving me to the insanity. You know what I mean? So, okay, Arsenio. Why did this job come about? You applied for it six weeks ago. Why would they just come uh, just on a Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday and send you emails about potential jobs? And then they, they probably already know that you're black. I mean, the job that I applied for, let's call it out, AUA. The historical, the oldest language center here in Thailand. I thought that job was in cement. I thought I was going to get a work permit and quit and do this and do that. I thought it was in the bucket. But it wasn't. He ended up going cold turkey. It was a week later. And next thing you know, right on the cusp of January 4th, my student gave me a beautiful revelation. He said, Arsenio, you already know what happened. You're wasting your time. You could be focusing on applying for more jobs. And I said, you're right. He gave me a dose of my own medicine. So then it brings me to this one. Why did this job come six weeks later? Because if they did want, you know, a white teacher like a lot of these language centers do, I apply for an Australian language center. I apply for every language center here, especially English first. That, those places are garbage. Uh, but yeah, the thing is, they're worldwide. So the one that was in Spain, they actually gone, um, uh, they've gone silent. Uh, Francis viewed one of my job interviews, uh, Mumbai, India, of course, Ooh, you know what I mean? But the thing is, a lot of these places, they go cold for whatever reason, but I'll never know, you know? Now, why did this specific job come out of nowhere? This is why I, oh, this is what I always ask myself, because I really do believe this is what the universe is. It came because maybe they're going to give you a job and you're just overreacting. But it's been three days. Well, it doesn't matter. Keep applying. Keep the hustle game on. See, I'm giving myself my own pep talk. And this is what I really want you guys to do. And sit down and say, okay, listen, this is happening. Why do you think this is happening? Okay, well, this job came into my life six weeks later. They sent me about six different jobs. So why would they send me a job? And they, they should already know that I'm a color guy, to you know, regardless. So once if, if, which I think it's very, very narrow because it's already been like 72 hours. And this is what happened with, of course, AUA back in uh, December the 18th because I moved into my condo December the 20th. By the time Christmas came around, this guy was gone. There was no getting in touch with him. I sent him an email. He never responded. Done. History archive. Get it out of here. Um, But... What ended up happening was just, you know, the fact that, why? Why did they come around just to drop my defenses? That's impossible, right? Maybe. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was. But if they do, get back in contact with me and say, Arsenio, we got orientation next week. Can you be available? This, 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 that. Next thing you know, everything I've talked about right now and all my worries about money are gone forever. But the thing is, will they? That's what it really comes down to. But the thing is, this job was already dead to begin with back six weeks ago. Why did they email me now? I'm just going to keep asking myself that question. Why did they email me now? Why did they email me now? Why did they email me now? I'm going to keep on going and going and over and over and over and over. Because 
It's just, well, you know, this is the universe. So I'm not going to let that stop me right after this podcast. I'm going to write up a couple of blogs, do some videos, have some breakfast, and then I'm going to apply for probably 200 jobs today. And then I got my Ugandan brother that's going to be coming over. We're going to have an unbelievably long talk over some nice drinks and whatnot. It's going to be a magnificent day. I'm very, very grateful for it. Grateful for having a friend like that. Um, And we're going to be able to get everything out there on the table and say, you know what, Arsenio, you're going to be all right. And he's going to keep telling me, apply for a school, apply for a school, apply for a school. And I'm like, I'm done with that. I don't want a school. Because you know what? The school salary right now, I'm already making that only working probably 14 hours a week. You see what I mean? It doesn't make any sense, does it? So it's all about patience. I'm still going to make over 1300 US dollars, which is more than enough because my rent is only 400 US dollars. Everything else is just going to be thrown into the savings. So I just need to calm down and be patient. This is what the guy who irons my clothes, these clothes right here irons dry cleans and everything he does that he told me he's like arsenio there are plenty of jobs out here just be patient can you be patient and stop the entitlement don't don't say oh well you know what i have five years of experience and i've been doing this and that and that that shit don't mean nothing they want to know if you could put it to the test and really give to the students and if they do give you that opportunity you flourish you win and that's the end of it but at the same time i got projects That if I can do that test, that project I submitted yesterday, those 50 questions, okay, that one practice test, if I do five of those tests, I can make minimum probably 3,000 to 10,000 US dollars a month without even working. But see, no, Arsenio doesn't want to focus on that. Arsenio wants to focus on making that bullshit ass probably 20 to $30 an hour. You see what I mean? We're focused so much on the micro. I'm focused too much on the micro rather than focusing on the macro. And in the macro, that's where all the magic is. So guys, that self-doubt, it was so good for me to talk about this and give myself this own pep talk because you guys need to do the same thing. Please do the same thing. Because once you do, you're going to be able to get over that hump that so many people suffer from on a weekly and daily and hourly and minutely basis. Stop doubting yourself. Because you already know who you are. Focus on the macro. Celebrate the micro wins. And then once you do, you will never be the same again. This is your host, as always. Thanks for tuning into this podcast. Stay tuned for the next Lewis Hoes podcast tomorrow morning. As always, your host, Arsenio, over and out.